So, as promised, today we're going to get into the feedback from the breakup message episode. Um, or rather, the breakup message article that I put up on the Instagram handle and that I put up on Medium. If this is your first time of listening, the breakup message basically is a tactic that has to do with that whole conundrum of what to do when your client goes incommunicado, when they go ghost, when they start fading on you, and as we Nigerians like to say, when everything starts going into a voicemail. So that's the whole idea uh, behind the breakup message um, tactic. So for most um, folks who use these kinds of um, ploys, it's supposed to be a tactic to guilt them basically into uh, responding to you and to see how we can um, get the how we can get the conversation going again. So uh, it's a response to two main questions basically: How do I revive interest in the conversation that has gone cold, and when should I stop following up? Now, this is going to be a very short episode because the feedback that I received on this article basically can be summed up in the question, why should you send a breakup message at all? Is, the, is, it, um, is that even necessary? And um, it looks like it doesn't make sense on the face of it, but you're only going to understand this or it's only going to make sense if you have an active philosophy in growing sales. Now, there are some of us who believe that we have to take an active role in growing sales and that we have to take the initiative because we are the sales professional, uh, sales professionals. And then there are other people out there who have a much more passive-oriented uh, view about sales. And the idea basically is, um, look, if they're interested, then they're going to uh, bite the bullet. They're going to take the initiative. And if they don't, then that's fine. Uh, no hassles. It's, it's, at, um, it's their loss. And that is part of the uh, philosophy behind what we have here in uh, Abuja, where people say um, they are unserious. And that's because you have a much more passive um, view about sales and you're leaving the other person to take the initiative, which is fine when you have a product or a service that is on fire. So let's say um, there was a time when... uh, this uh, 360 degree booths were really rocking in Abuja and in Lagos and they were all over on the gram so if that is the season for 360 degree booths and and the whole thing is hot and you have one then yeah I guess you could have a passive idea about sales you know you want it or you don't want it so if you don't want it then please walk up us let somebody who is interested uh, come and uh, rent it for the day so yeah that might work but the thing about passive views about sales is you're only limiting yourself to uh, the low-hanging fruit. And then plus it leaves you at the vagaries of you know uh, trends and what's going on at the moment. So if you're only going to limit yourself to low-hanging fruit, you'll make some money for a while but not sustainably over the long term. And um, not repeatedly. Not repeatedly. Um, sorry, not predictably. Yes, that's the word, predictably. And that's because, um, let's face it, how often, let's say you have a 50,000 hour product or a 20,000 hour service or a 500k service. I mean, how often is it that somebody just shows up and says, hello, how much? And then you say 20k and they say, okay, give me account details and then they transfer and then that's it. 
those kind of transactions are few and far in between. And if those things used to happen every day, there will be no point for this podcast and there will be no need to even learn how to sell. Because all you'd have to do is just set up on your online stuff or rent your store and it would be that simple. You'd be there, somebody would come and say, how much? And you would just say 50k and then they would pay and leave. But that's not the case. So that's the reason why we have to learn how to sell because it's not all situations in which we can be order takers. Now, there are some uh, circumstances that lend themselves to order taking, like I said, when you happen to have uh, that hot um, commodity, that hot item, then all you have to do is sit down, look pretty, and when they say how much, name your price, and then they'll drop and they'll take because right now you're hot. And then order taking is also suitable in some industries like fast food, for instance, because that's all you do. You stand behind the counter, somebody comes and says how much? And you say 10k and then they pay and then they leave because after all they want the pizza or they want the chicken bucket or they want um, um, whatever it is. So uh, this whole breakup message thing only makes sense if you adopt an active philosophy to growing your sales. And uh, I would say that is a much more preferred way of looking at it because you can't just rely on low-hanging fruit. So when somebody comes and they have the money and they just give you the 500k without a fuss or 50k without a fuss or 20k without a fuss whatever it is that you charge if they show up and hand you the money you know that's all well and good but until the next person the next low-hanging fruit person the next order taking easy sale person comes along you have to go out and uh, try and um, drum up sales people who seem to be interested before but the conversation has gone cold see how you can um, see how you can revive it Because sometimes it's not that the conversation has gone cold and it's something that I addressed in the last uh, podcast episode. It might be a number of things. Life is in the way. Uh, Life has got busy. Um, The bride is being harassed by her guard at work. And so because of that, she has let um, details with wedding planning uh, slip. She may have lost your phone number. She may have lost that flyer. Um, Let's see what else. She may have handed you over to the wedding planner, but the wedding planner has agenda agendas for another service provider that they want to bring into the mix um you know, there are lots there are a million and one things uh, that could be happening she could be quarreling with her boyfriend right now sorry with her fiance right now because wedding planning can be extremely um stressful and so that's the reason why she hasn't been returning your phone calls or maybe the office um sent her um abroad um you know training in the uk or training in ghana or Benin republic location is not important the thing is that there are lots of things that could have made uh, things start going into voicemail or make the conversation grow cold. And you have absolutely no idea what these things are. And you have very little chance of reviving these conversations if you do not look for some way to get actively involved in the process. So if it's things around work and because of that she has forgotten and things slip through the crack. And let's face it. Um... When they meet us at the wedding fair or wherever it is that they meet us, they're speaking to three or four other photographers. And so after she's been um, going through work hassles and she's been, you know, busy with work for three or four weeks and now she's ready to resume the conversation, who knows how she may have stored the numbers on the phone. She may have stored them as photographer one, photographer two, photographer three, photographer four. Or photographer tall, photographer short, photographer glasses, or photographer... Uh, nice wedding books or something you know or she started using your name but now she just can't remember your name like oh I stored that guy's name 
and I know he's from Benue State, and he has that funny-sounding name that starts with T. But Kai, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? You know, these things do happen. Because I've spoken to a bride, and we started off the conversation, and then at some point it became clear that she thought she was talking to uh, someone else, another uh, colleague of mine. I'm not going to mention um, his name. And, uh, you know, I just had to say that straight that, oh, no, 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 that's not me. I am Tavishima. Well, I'm the guy that you met at the venue. You know that conversation that we had about. I said like, oh, oh my God, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. You know, talking to so many vendors, I've been busy. Blah blah blah. And I told her, hey, it's okay. These things happen. I understand um, perfectly well. And uh, in a way, it worked to my advantage because at least now I knew some stuff that she was discussing with the other dude, and what was um, important to her in um, the perfect vision for the day. Uh, what wedding photography was supposed to look like. So for me, actually, it was not a bad thing being confused with someone else. But see, that's the thing. These things happen. How she got our names mixed up and got our numbers mixed up, I have absolutely no idea. Because I am um, a tallish, big, teeth dude. He's kind of on the smaller, rounder, Yoruba kind of guy. We don't look the same. We don't sound the same. We don't shoot the same. Um, so I don't know somehow she just got us mixed up so these things happen so you have to have the process for being actively involved in the sale so that you can uh, revive things and get things um, going anyway so let me wrap up my monologue on that one so uh, why send one at all you send one if you choose to have an active philosophy in growing your sales and uh, this is a good tool the breakup uh, message or other tools like that because they have they help you get over the emotional angst that is involved oh yeah that's one downside of having an active role in sales you have more emotional angst than other people for people who have a passive role for them is look if you like it take it if you don't like it move let the next person come along you know with that kind of attitude they don't get bothered much except if at the end of the month they now look at the bank statement and things are looking kind of uh, thin or 2021 december is around the corner and then they see that they haven't made as much profits as they had anticipated but apart from that people who take a passive approach to sales they don't get as emotional emotionally messed up as uh, the rest of us because they have no angst because the attitude is if you don't like it shift move get out the way let somebody else come and uh take my wedding planning services or rent this uh photo booth or whatever so um where was I? Okay, yes. So, uh, the breakup message is a response to the two main questions. How do I revive interest in the conversation and when do I stop um, following up? And the reason why this is a good solution uh, or something like this is a good solution is because um, it uh, provides the simple answer. If they respond to the ploy, to the breakup message, then that's good. Hooray. Celebrate. Because it means you have another opportunity and some more information to try and advance the sale and the storm is over you can celebrate and see how you can move things forward but then there's also the scenario that they don't respond and yes that might be a little bit sad but the result is still the same you have done every single thing that you could have given the circumstances you are not in total control of all the circumstances um, around the sales uh, the results are not guaranteed so just focus on uh, what is uh, within your control so you've done this final gambit you've done this final move it didn't work and the answer is still the same 
the storm is over. Either way, the storm is over because you've done something, it worked, and that is good. It didn't work, and either way, that is also good because uh, some people say, and I believe, and I like to say it as well, that the best answer you can get in sales is yes. You know, when they say, I agree, here's the deposit, uh, here's the check, I'm going to give you the money by December 1st, you know, so yes is a good answer. The second best answer is no, because when you get no during the conversation, you know that you're missing the track somewhere and then you have to requalify to get back on track to be sure that you understand what's important to them. And if you get no at the end of the whole process, they say they're not interested or they're not going ahead, then that just means you now have more time to go around looking for people who are much more better suited to working with you. So either way, it's good. If they say yes, it's good. If they say no, it's all good. So uh, yeah, that's it for today. Thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. Thanks for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.